1: I'm just gonna let that go for a moment because I get the feeling that's a lot of people's nostalgia. Buzz TV fans, and welcome to yet another episode of the Transformers Robots in Disguise After Show. We are covering episode 11, Adventures in Bumblebee Sitting, which basically tells you exactly what's going to happen, let's be yeah, real. The,
2: the, uh, the title of this episode uh, didn't uh, leave much of the plot to the imagination, if you no. will. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, wow, they're, they're going for the 80s throwback with Adventures in Babysitting. Was that an 80s movie or was it early 90s? Adventures in Babysitting. Mean, Maybe I feel like it's early,
1: early 90s. 90s. It wasn't quite insane enough to be 80s. In any 80s. case, it's
2: a nostalgic throwback. Yes, it that is. That movie was ridiculous. It so, totally was.
1: Joining me today
3: in the booth is Alexis the Wrecker Taurus. Hey, everybody. You can find me all over... Um, sorry, uh, I'm trying to do too many things in here. Uh, you can find me all over the interwebs as a Torres 890 uh, Emma the Speedster5.
2: Hello! You can find me all over the internet, at Emma Fife,
1: Megan Lord Megantron Salinas.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> you can tweet at me at TheMegman, that's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-A-N.
1: And I am Katie Kia Prime Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kia J, that's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are using the live chat and YouTube. We are checking the hashtag today. It is A-B-T-V-R-I-D. Please tweet us using that hashtag. If you have questions or comments or just have something witty to say, let us know and you may well get a shout out on the show. We're also keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVRID. That is literally what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> i right.
4: sorry. I got distracted by the live, the actual, <laughs> the, the actual live Okay, yeah.
1: Lord Megantron is not quite all here today. Yes. She's,
2: Starscream's taking gone. over right oh, now. My coffee's oh, gone. What it a makes a bummer. Me I still have like three quarters of a cup. I gotta make it last. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: just uh, looking at the Frozen video right now and it's a horrible shot of me. <laughs> Yay!
2: We're all really super oh. distracted. But
1: we're a little more on task than B was this past episode. Oh, Whole Holy cow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that, Alexis. <laughs> uh. She's she's giving me notes and she's lovely, but I, I don't have the piece of paper required and that's on me. So yeah, what did we think of this episode?
4: This one it was it was really cute. I I love just that Will's voice acting in this episode <laughs> it was fantastic. It went, it went from Terry McGinnis uh, to Ron Stoppable, which I feel like is <laughs> a really, you know, a really big spectrum for. Yeah. Him. So it was really nice to hear both of those voices in the same episode. Yes, I also felt
2: like in this episode that this trope of the adult character being reduced to a childlike state is something that I. Surprisingly, haven't seen in a while. Like it's something mm-hmm. that was very, very popular. I feel in like nineties cartoons. Yeah. I remember uh, a Rugrats episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly right. where the adults were behaving like the babies. And it was it was kind of fun, I thought, to revisit this trope. It's I don't know. It's been I liked a long it. time since I've seen anything like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've been on the internet often enough and in enough RP circles to be like, oh yeah, this again. This is something that has uh, never quite gotten out of my fictional intake. All right. But for as much as I was expecting to go into this episode and be like uh okay, it's gonna be I laughed really hard at some of the jokes. Oh yeah. I was I not expecting <laughs> to enjoy some of these as much as I did.
2: Yeah, I I mean I think that the writing overall in this show is extremely strong. I mean that to me is one of the strongest points of this show is it really is very clever and very funny, and oh, it, yeah. uh, this this episode was certainly no exception.
1: Just the how did my babysitters keep me busy And then sitting <laughs> him in front of the
2: TV was just like <laughs> we, that is some social commentary also, right there, I but just, it's funny. I talk about B's expression. Oh the my gosh, time. it was the oh when he was watching thing. the western. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was crazy. Well, and I also loved too the, when the concept of babysitting came up in the first place. and <laughs> <three walks, laughs> on a child. <laughs>
4: that
1: was the straw. Arm. I, yeah. I have this written down. We're gonna have
4: we're all gonna have to
1: babysit. Sit on a child. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
4: Uh, I did love that this was both an episode for Strong Arm and Sideswipe, not having to deal with being in direct conflict yes. with each other. Oh my they were gosh, getting their yes. own individual development, um, which we got for strong arm and sideswipe respectively in the yeah. last two episodes. But it was nice to see them both progress because we have Sideswipe who's like, Yay, I finally have, you know, he, he kind of has a cohort. Yeah form yes. of this younger bee and strong arm who who immediately leaps to be like yes I'm the leader in this temporary position kind of going oh okay maybe maybe I w- shouldn't have been so quick to jump into that
1: and this is a comment I made more than once watching it is this is anyway. what he puts up with with you too <laughs> <laughs> well
2: that yeah that is accurate the yeah. shoe
1: is on the other foot I just feel bad for grimlock this whole episode <laughs>
4: Yeah, he got the short end of the stick this time around, huh? He was enjoying Mm -hmm. the
1: roundup, though, in the carnival. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say that I personally enjoy that ride, too. So it's like, oh, they're on the roundup. Oh, I can see exactly how this is. Yep. Yeah, that is a thing. (laughs) And oddly enough when it comes to carnival rides that one doesn't ever show up in media.
2: So it's actually kind of nice to see it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that scene as well. I I liked all of the the stuff in the carnival at the end. I just I thought that was a great way to frame the ending. Once again talking about how, you know, the show is extremely clever and just yeah. putting it in that framework. Once again, that's like bringing me back to the 90s with <laughs> like the trope of the adult acting like a child and here we are on a carnival and I'm, I I spent a lot of the you 90s at carnivals. Carnival, carnival you without- <laughs> you tell
1: me you were going
4: to the carnival?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: just like, you couldn't fit on the rides, dude. Mm-hmm.
4: We had a lot of comments in the live chat before we got started talking about, like, oh, like, what B must have been like as a younger, a younger kid and how yeah. the rest of Team Prime had to deal with that. I'm going to bring
1: this up. B is a speedster
2: and his behavior I actually somebody even even uh, uh said that in the live chat I'm trying yeah so yellow bumblebee 32 said considering bumblebee is the you know hotshot archetype that they thought that this plot line was pretty appropriate
1: yeah he and as much as I call you the speedster you know I'm joking right <laughs> are you though i am i do love you and if you start playing practical jokes on me all bets are off Classic Emma. I was just, you know, eating popcorn, waiting for when Sideswipe was going to be tired of putting up with B like this. Yes. Because it's getting a taste of your own medicine. Oh, totally.
2: Yeah. Totally backfires. I was expecting
1: it to be worse than it was.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I figured it was probably going to escalate to the point where it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. And it mm. never really got to that point.
2: Yeah, nobody ever really got hurt. It was just kind of obnoxious. But
1: I thought the prank that made Sideswipe go, okay, I am completely finished with this, was going to be
4: worse than running through a mud puddle and getting you dirty. Uh, I did like how he was like, I'm not stepping in that. That is going to be a thing. That's a trap. I see where this is going. And mm. then to just have B come in. <laughs> <laughs> from out of nowhere yeah. and then just go and then turn around and come back. It's just one of those oh.
1: but, um, but it's payback for what happened in that one short. So have you guys been, I showed them to you. Have you been I've, watching no, the shorts? No, I have
2: not seen the shorts. And actually we uh, Sky Shimmer Tail was saying, hey, can we talk about the shorts if we've seen them? I I've been, guys, I have been not on the internet for the past few days, and I, I have some catching up to do. They came out a couple
1: weeks ago, yeah. and this, they're, they're just little character yeah. moments, and they're all really funny. The one with Grimm and Fix It, I think, made the rounds for all of us. Oh, yes, I was, have
2: seen that one. That
1: was glorious. Yeah. That
4: one's adorable. There's one where B is, he sits down for hours
2: trying to come up with a good battle oh, cry. Phrase. Yeah, I saw, okay, I'm such a liar. I've seen this shorts. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Like I was envisioning, like claymation, something else.
4: <laughs> Alexa,
1: and you have saw you seen the one any?
4: with?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I have not. Ah, oh, okay. oh, you They're- need to. They're great. They're on the Hasbro site. But you've you've seen the one with B and the car wash. No, I don't think I've seen the bee in the car oh, wash one. I saw the one where he was favorite. trying to come up
2: with a catchphrase. He's
1: giving a, he gives a ride to Denny, who's eating an extremely messy burger and fries. It's oh, like he nice. got everything animal style and then ate it in the car. Uh, and everyone who's not in California is like, what are you talking about? Uh, in and out. Animal style means there's essentially sauce and onions on everything.
2: It's delicious. It's, and it, it's delicious,
1: but it also requires a fork. Yeah. And so, lots
4: and lots of napkins. Oh, so
1: he essentially makes this awful, awful mess in be cab and leaves mm-hmm. and poor B's just like oh, oh so man, dirty <laughs> <me."> <laughs> Spends the next <laughs> assumedly hour or so in a car wash but we just see the time skip of him going back and forth it's called a napkin <laughs> we have them on Cybertron <laughs> I did just love how
4: he's like oh, play? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh and he finally comes out all nice and clean and then Sideswipe just swings by and gets mud all over him oh. and he just turns around and goes Back in the car. Box. Right. Hence, it's, yes. just, it's like the best two and a half minutes of my life. Hence the payback in this exactly. episode. He's exactly. Sideswiped.
2: See, it all came full circle. It
4: did come full circle.
2: <laughs> I did also love in this episode when B first got stuck with the quill and he mm-hmm. and he's sort of like fainting and came up with a a catchphrase <laughs> Grimlock's reaction. That's, his worst That's the
4: yet. worst <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> Which um we, I, I did like how the the kind of setup for him getting this in the first place was that he was trying to save Grim. Because mm-hmm. could you imagine how? Because it, it, the oh my the venom God. affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what would have happened if we had Grimlock as the one affected? Well, we've
1: already had one episode with Grim acting out of character, so it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> well,
4: that that's a little <laughs> other different. side that's, of the fourth that law. mind <laughs> control. If this one had had made Grim an infant. <laughs> like, oh, jeez That would have been so cute. He's already kind of, you know. I can just see him
1: going around asking everyone, are you my mama? Are you my mama? Uh, <laughs> like little yeah, birds. Yeah, he
2: probably would have actually been a lot Less harmful in some ways. <laughs> I disagree. He's
1: wild, but he has some modicum of self-control. He, yeah, children don't. Yeah, as we saw this whole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning and talk a little bit about Quillfire because we get him right away. Yeah, and it's another case of oh, there's a the Decepticon. Is that what they sound like? <laughs> 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 Which sets the tone immediately. Because, yeah, with a voice like that, he's not gonna be a friend,
4: which it's he's he's actually kind of adorable, mm-hmm. um because he's like this wanna be anarchist, yes, and like when with it's so funny because the description that fix it gives does not at all fit like. What the, the way the character is acting, because I hear like yeah. anarchist, and I, I think of just nothing v but. For a vendetta. Yeah, like totally. a really
2: destructive force. Right, and I, I feel like the most destructive thing he did was try to set some elephants free. <laughs>
1: well, and also put his little logo on, which, okay, that was a really nice little design. That was, Not gonna lie. That I, looked great.
2: I did like how he, it was
4: like a little Zorro moment for yeah. him. He would take a quill and like mark his insignia and then be off into the night. It's like, <laughs> But you're you're kind of dumb. He's like a Redditor.
1: If you kind of get, and every Redditor watching this is like, hey, I'm like, no, no, uh-huh. you all have the 14-year-old on their boards with zero life experience mm-hmm. who thinks that they're just going to be the greatest thing ever and that authority shouldn't be a thing, yada, yada, yada. It's the idealized <laughs> yeah. anarchy without actually understanding that even without an actual system of government, anarchy still needs to function.
0: So it's right. not...
1: Ideal anarchy is not rioting in the streets, take what you want, etc. Right. Ideal anarchy is there's no one involved and there's no one governing, but we all still kind of get self-govern along and self-govern and help each yeah. other. And yeah, that that's ideal anarchy. This is a guy who just hears no government and goes, no king, no king, da 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 da. Uh,
4: think about nice it. Nice reference. You, know, yeah, that's you know that's it. Nice reference. That's good. Um I I that makes me wonder in terms of whether or not this character will come back. Again because I think he he's will. He's still yeah. just collecting, you know, his his own little forces and so if they bring him back, I'm wondering if he's the type of person that will take orders. And I don't really think so.
1: I can imagine Steeljaw kind of turning that as, I'm your brother. Mm -hmm. Because the brother thing carries a lot more weight than I'm in charge. And go against the Autobot oppressors. Totally. I I
2: agree with you on that, Katie, because I feel like, based on your previous comments, I think that you really nailed it, saying this character is kind of like a 14 year old kid's idea of anarchy. So Steeljaw would just have to manipulate that a little bit and be like, no, I'm not your leader. I'm I'm your pal. I'm on your team. I want (laughs) to break down society also. And then... And let's
1: Fourteen-year-olds with big ideas are super easy to string <laughs> Speaking along. Speaking
4: of, doesn't it feel like oh much like our our cast of Autobots is very young? Doesn't it feel like our Decepticons are really young too? Not At least all in some way, them. not all of them, yeah. because Underbite you know, he had an ego trip and. Thunderhoof and Steeljaw certainly don't feel young, but a couple of the other ones do. And if yeah. they don't
2: feel young, they're just straight up crazy. That, that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm not sure that I necessarily feel that the Decepticons are young, but I feel like most of them have some serious personality <laughs> disorders like going they've on. Been <laughs> isolated for a long time. Yeah, maybe that's no. That you bring up a good point though. Like, because I was thinking, I was like, why are all of these Decepticons just insane? <laughs> and I mean, you know, we see a little bit of insanity with Fixit they've obviously been in isolation for quite some time. So I wonder if but there think are any negative f- effects for being in
4: stasis for so yeah. long.
1: Because Fix-It, I don't think was in stasis. No. I think he was no. conscious and alone the whole time, which is a special kind of torture, but he's a mini-con and they're not people, right? Aww. According to Cybertron evidently. Cybertron sucks! Aww. Well, and that's, this was a crack that I made earlier and I'm thinking more and more like, I wonder if that was the case. They just put Quillfire away because, nah, we need to keep the status quo and anyone who talks like this is dangerous. Yeah,
2: it, I mean, that absolutely could be the case because as mentioned in the first episode, you know, you make a left-hand turn on Cybertron and you can get in trouble. You can't make for it. a left-hand yeah. turn without yeah. breaking a regulation. Yep.
4: <laughs> it makes me wonder if old Cybertron is a lot like the Cybertron that we have now mm-hmm. because we we didn't get a whole lot of Cybertron back in the day, but it was enough to start a war. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so they also had gladiatorial
1: pits, <laughs> which you have a society with gladiatorial pits and I think you inherently have problems there. Because Most going to watch other people fight to the death.
2: <laughs> this to is me, great to me. That sounds like totalitarian empire territory, but uh, that's neither here nor there. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah, no, Megatron could have very well been like the star
4: of his own little gladiator movie. But- <laughs> <laughs> it just it feels like the
1: Alchemor is the place where they put all the Decepticons who. May not have been super dangerous. Hungry like the wolf and Uncle PJ excluded. Mm. But I can't say that without cracking up. That's (laughs) the best nickname. But ones they just wanted out of the way. Here's yeah. the crazy treasure hunter guy with acidic skin. Well, let's put him away. Here's the really loud, annoying anarchist who makes people hallucinate yeah. and act not like themselves. Let's put him away. Here's the giant dinobot who does a ton of property damage every time he turns around. Let's put him away. So it's not necessarily cons that have done huge awful crimes. Again, we don't know what Steeljaw's rap sheet is, but we know that Uncle PJ had a whole mafia empire going. That is true. So I feel like we have a few cons that. That are definitely up there and definitely needed to be put away, and a whole lot of cons that were just like, you are super annoying and not worth rehabilitating and we don't want to deal with you, so...
4: Does anybody think that there's also a possibility about, like, in terms of... Because we've already established that old Cybertron was very regimented, mm-hmm. and there was obviously a hierarchy. Does anybody feel like maybe the animal-based Transformers were oppressed,
2: or maybe that
4: there was some prejudice against them?
2: It, That's it could, a that, it could very well be, because, I mean, previously in Transformers you know, particularly in Prime, which this is essentially a sequel to, we we didn't see lots of it's sort of Earth-animal-based. Yeah, yeah. Any. didn't see any Earth-animal-based Yeah, based and everyone creatures. was
4: really surprised um, when Predaking pro right? Uh, because they've yeah. been
2: extinct. So
4: I'm wondering if maybe it was one of those things where they're like, these types of Transformers are problematic, let's ship them away. Yeah. Well, Predaking
1: also seemed like they were a whole other species.
4: Yeah, no, Predacons were different. They they made that clear in um, yeah. Prime, that Predacons are different than Dinobots. So Yeah.
1: But somehow Dinobots are still kind of considered Transformers, but Predacons are a whole other people.
2: Mm-hmm. I
4: don't know. It's, it, it's just, it raises more questions about Cybertron. They just don't seem to be on the up and up.
1: I just, I really, really want the world Bible. I know. I just want to sit down and read that, and <laughs> highlight the hell out of it, and use all my little sticky tabs, and that thing will be a rainbow by the time I'm done with it. But I will know so much. Uh,
4: should, we, should we get
2: back to Quillfire? We, yes, we should probably get back to
1: Quillfire. Oh, yes.
2: Arif is in the oh. chat. Yes. I was, I was about to uh, mention that. We, uh, Arief, hello. We, uh, we were discussing before <laughs> we started taping this episode. We're like, how much you want to bet? Arif's going to be in the chat. He yeah, is. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed with Lord Megatron on something. See, what? we can get along.
4: <laughs>
1: Have you joined the winning side?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Knockout. out.
4: I did like somebody in the live chat. I think it was Beast Wars fan. I mm-hmm. uh, was Megatron. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep.
4: I, I would talking watch that about movie. Quillfire. Quillfire.
0: Quillfire.
1: Heroes of the Revolution never come along quietly. <laughs> He is totally a 14-year-old with grandiose ideas of who he is. it's kind of cute. (laughs) It's cute, except for the fact that he can really, really screw people up because he has venom and has no compunctions about using it. Can you imagine if all of those quills had hit instead of just the one?
4: And also... Uh, until up until the end of this episode, probably doesn't is one of those people that doesn't really understand how much what he's doing to people, how it really affects them because when those quills land on him, he's like, "I don't really feel well because he's never had a taste of his own medicine,
1: yeah, probably not. I would have liked to have seen how it affected him though. Yeah. And we didn't see that, we just kind of he just froze. Kind of him out. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see him still under the effects of the venom because you know, he's he's frozen and so if that was still in him then hey. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> that would make for a very interesting wake-up call. I <laughs> would love
1: and you know, Steeljaw pulls him out, brother, and he's like
3: Woohoo!
4: <laughs> <laughs> Anarchy um, And
1: freeze him again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> But he, he runs around trying to free elephants from the carnival.
2: I really enjoyed that scene. I, I'm, I'm never going to get tired of Decepticons in this show just talking to inanimate objects or <laughs> unintelligent animals. <laughs> it just really entertains me for some reason. I love that he was looking for a way to activate
1: that yeah. <laughs> and holds the tail like Sure.
4: He was probably like, I did it, I freed them <laughs>
1: it's like I just murdered a man. <laughs> well, that poor cop. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, I'm sure he's fine.
1: <laughs> and then we we kind of knew going into it that Quillfire was going to be taken down by B acting like a little kid. It's like you, you can kind of see the plot beats fall into place. Mm-hmm. This was one heck of a carnival to have a trampoline house built up. Those are usually stationary.
4: (laughs) That's impressive. I I mean, I really wonder what they make that out of. What kind of material is durable enough to hold the weight of a transformer? Right. (laughs) Have you been on your usual
1: backyard trampoline?
4: Yeah, but, like... I mean, even those one. it's like, well, adults, you know, we, we have weight limits for <laughs> Yeah, people.
1: but so, then if this is a carnival and you have a bazillion kids in the thing at the same time... That is true. Super, yeah. I'm willing to stretch it because this is also 30 years into the future, and we've probably made scientific advances on really stupid stuff. <laughs> Fair. So, <laughs> true There's almost no other way to put it. But... Having be in the bounce house and Quillfire trying so hard to take
2: him down, and be just eh, I'm having a grand old time, yep. whatever. Yep, um, no, no intention of trying to catch Quillfire. Just having fun,
4: and can you blame him? He's in a bounce house. Those are the best to do fun. one of those. Yeah, have,
2: have you pre-
3: done one?
4: A bounce house? There's,
3: and, there's literally one really close to us that we can all go to. A yeah. trampoline we, yeah. place? Yeah, yep. we
4: yeah, all go. Yeah, it's it's
3: on. <laughs> it's literally on. Uh, I think. Was it like Kanoga and something or other? It's really, it's like, Ten minutes away from here. Yeah. I've been there. I've taken my brothers had a birthday party there. I know exactly where it is. We gotta go.
1: That Save is... the way. I will. <laughs> we go. I will totally
3: do that. <laughs> 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 Just don't bring any hedgehogs. With no, I won't. You. I won't uh, bring them which? unless they unless they bring coins or no uh, gold <laughs> rings. <wheels>. Rings. <laughs>
4: <laughs> which, Five golden rings. Was Quillfire meant to be a hedgehog or was he meant to be more of a porcupine? Because Does it we, I thought
3: he was, was, was a hybrid.
4: Yeah, we see the blue quills and we immediately think Sonic hedgehog. I yeah. yep. yeah. he thought his special power was. Uh, spe- Really fast, it's
1: to like rings. Rings. <laughs> and all the agents of Shield fans were like, "Oh, that's fun! Bu- oh, now it hurts." <laughs> <laughs> and it just qualifies—kind
2: of a one-note villain. I agree. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, gosh. What was the name of the uh, the villain in the last episode? I'm totally drawing a blank on the Decepticon that had the Eugene ped. voice. Yes, Ped. Right! Because it made no sense. Except <laughs> someone explained it to me that Ped means dirt, so it does make sense. I felt <laughs> like he was almost a little more multifaceted he was. Than, than Quillfire was. He
1: had a little more going on yeah. upstairs, but then again, he was more like a college student or totally. a recent graduate who's been burned by too many things and never got over being bullied on the playground. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. Quill Fire is definitely a 14-year-old Redditor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't-
4: nice, though, that each of these, um, you know, each of the Decepticons has their own motivation, and that they're different motivations. Yeah. It's not all just take down the Autobots. It's I want respect. I, you know, yeah. I want to take down authority. You know, they're they're different forms of motivation, and I I like that, because I'm hoping that when we all have them come together, that all of their personalities are going to shine through. Yes, I
1: agree. It's, it's frustrating to have a whole bunch of one-note characters and have them be just the focus of an episode. Like yeah, there's not a lot to talk about with you. You're an anarchist. That's
2: great. We, we But were... it'll
1: be interesting to put all those notes together. Yeah, I
2: agree. Yeah, I think eventually once we see a Decepticon team-up of sorts, if we do, it's, it's going to be very interesting. I
1: think that's a win. I don't think that's an if. I think that's a
3: win. Yeah. They're I telegraphing cannot, it pretty hard. Yeah. I
2: cannot wait to see Steeljaw attempt
4: that because on the one hand, I think it would be hilarious to just try to get all these different personality types to make. On the other hand, if there's anybody who can talk his way into it, it's going to be (laughs) Steeljaw.
1: I want an episode that is all Decepticons. You, You brought this up, and you're absolutely right. I want it. Don't even see the Autobots for an episode. Just focus on the Decepticons and focus on them putting this together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's see how Hungry Like the Wolf and Uncle PJ actually interact with each other when one of them has an exited stage left to go find more supplies. Let's see how they manipulate all these one-note, two-bit Decepticons that they have in their hands. That are either
4: crazy or really young. not Inexperienced. I was going to say stupid. And then there's Underbite.
1: Underbite yeah. actually is one of the few that was straight up dangerous mm-hmm. and was super happy to be dangerous. So he will probably be more of a threat than the others. Totally. But he was also pretty one-note. He ate it. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, just they've been one-note but they've been progressively more so.
4: Well, not. However that goes. Not. Again, not quite. Uh, yeah. They like they're all dangerous in their own way, and I would argue that, and like a Decepticon like um, Springload that we had yes. is more dangerous because he's insane. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, I don't know. It'll, it'll, like I said, I, I'm waiting for for them to all come together. Because True. as much fun as the one off episodes are, they're one off episodes. They, uh, we were talking about it a little earlier. It feels a little like filler. Enjoyable filler, really. Absolutely,
0: really
1: yeah. Fan. But filler.
4: But filler, nonetheless, we're waiting for the next big plot point to drop.
1: Because it's been a while since we felt that anyone was truly dangerous.
2: Oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm my totally God. Certainly dangerous. <laughs> oh, no. Did someone oh, photo no. Drop it.
4: Oh, oh G- boy! Our
2: good friend Jack Skellington Yay. on the hashtag. he
4: sent us wonderful things. He—I don't know which camera to look at, but uh, he, uh, he, oh he sent my God. us a picture. He did the "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> oh man, that, oh, that is makes amazing. me so happy! Wow! Oh, thank you so much, Jack.
1: <laughs> that was absolutely oh, fantastic. You
4: just made my day.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, yes that. Can we talk a little bit that. about Fix-It? Yes, Just sure. Fix-It for the little bit that we saw him He in transformed this into it a changed. drill. I, he
4: still transformed. <gasps> I
1: know, but how many transformations do minicons have? I think it's awesome. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, but I it's did, also just like, holy cow!
4: I, I kind of like that, that he yeah. can change oh, into yeah. different things depending on the circumstances and depending on who he's with. Um, because that's something, minicons, minicons are always really interesting because they are there to supplement and assist right. the Autobots and or Decepticons, yeah. depending on who they're with. The series, the, the
1: interpretation, the yeah. characters. Exactly. Even so, the minicons have abandoned me. <laughs> the- <laughs> 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 if you watch Armada, it's all about the minicons. And sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's like, "Why? Gotta catch them all." That's (laughs) exactly—it's essentially what it is. But that's Armada, and we do things a little differently here continue
4: but yeah I really liked that um, that we get to see fix it transform uh, and that
2: he can change into
4: different things depending on the circumstance
2: yeah and I, I felt it was justified too simply based on what we've seen out of fix it so far where he's able to switch out you know his hands to basically be whatever sort of tool is needed for the situation so I agree I think it was it was uh it illustrated his support role and just the extent of his Possibly unexplored powers of
4: transformation. Again, it makes me worry about the minicons a little bit more because they are so multifaceted and they, they are so adaptable. They just, uh, I I worry, just having watched Armada, I worry about them getting, you know, taken for granted and abused and just generally, you know, overworked or left to be alone on a prison ship for eons and eons.
1: Well, we did have, I don't even remember how many episodes it was ago, Strong Arm mentioned bringing up the regulation about a minicon will not leave their station for any reason. Yes. Just like yeah, minicons aren't people according to Cybertron, and I think we fought a war over stuff like this. Did did, did we not? Did it last a couple millennia? The (laughs) planet got destroyed, and why are we repeating the exact same mistakes? Mm -hmm. Because there's not a prime around. Yeah, exactly. For anybody who's just just listening,
2: we're nodding our heads emphatically over (laughs) on this side of the table. (laughs) We're all just sitting here being really sad. (laughs) Same in the booth same in the booth the booth is also very sad Mm -hmm.
4: razz mystical
2: zero one swindle i choose you oh my god (laughs) and i do also want to shout out macy dalmatian right after that saying uh or no yeah dalmatian i'm sorry i thought i read it wrong uh saying does anyone think parts of this episode needed a laugh track yes please yeah i'm telling you this felt this felt like a 90s like Sitcom esque cartoon. It was great. It was a little wild.
1: Can, can we talk about some of the stuff that
3: B got up to? Yeah, <laughs> yes. because let's
2: be king real, that is the Drier meat Drier of
3: this Mountain. episode. I'm the king
2: <laughs>
4: of the dryer.
3: <laughs> I will never be able to get that out of my head.
4: Which, again, I, I know I brought this up at the beginning of the episode, but I just loved hearing Will kind of fall back on the Ron Stoppable voice yeah. for this transformation. That was so <laughs> awesome. Oh, it made me so nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yep. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah, but the rubber cement thing. Oh the, I my feel gosh, so bad. the rubber cement thing just. <laughs> well, for rubber cement, you need a blade. Oh yeah, having yep. stuck things to things they shouldn't have been stuck to with that stuff. Totally. yeah, you, you yeah. want a
2: blade. Mm-hmm.
1: So pulling. Out, don't look at me like that.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of liked at the end when after Bumblebee has finally gotten over everything and he's all good. He's like rubber cement. Classic. Classic. Oh. <laughs> It was great. I
1: wonder if Sideswipe won't respect him a little more now, yeah. knowing that B kind of thinks along those lines when he's not trying to be optimist.
4: Yeah, and um, what did you guys think of the solution, though, after the, after TV didn't work, <laughs> or it only worked for a short time up until commercials? Um, and then, like, the, the actual solution. First of all, we should before talking about how they, they kind of waited it out, we should probably talk about how he was a cowboy for a little bit in this <laughs> yes. episode. Yes.
1: First of all, they coerced him with a Western, which... Sideswipe is straight up crying, like I didn't think I that was physically possible. That Holy was so, so
3: freaking cool. I'm
4: Which western do you guys think would bring swi- Sideswipe to tears, oh, by the geez. way? Oh, um, like, I don't know enough Searchers, about westerns. Tombstone. I was gonna um, say Man tombstone. To, it, it might have been tombstone. I think it's mm-hmm. tombstone, for sure.
3: No. No.
1: Russell <laughs> just like, yeah, I need popcorn, whatever. You are just desensitized to violence,
2: aren't you? Pretty young much. Child? I mean, it seemed like Denny was letting him watch Sons of Anarchy or something. <laughs> I would
1: like Sons? to think that it wasn't Sons of Anarchy because I'd like to think that Denny isn't better that dad. bad of a dad. Yeah. Because holy cow, Sons Why of are you Anarchy. I talking
4: about Denny wasn't in this. Episode. I know. I was like, I where's, I'm like, where's the parent? I know. What's happening?
1: It's yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. how did my babysitter's? I'm like, are you going to ask your dad? Oh, you probably haven't lived with your dad for a while. Yep. He yeah. may not be the best uh, resource. He for this. tries,
4: but yeah, I don't think he's the best he role does. model necessarily. Gold Star,
1: you try. Gold Star, <laughs> but uh, they both leave well, him alone. Guess, it goes to commercial. Denny, Denny
4: has the same problem, actually, in terms of like, I guess being a parent, parental figure. That kind of B has a little bit in that he's just kind of a big kid himself. Uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, you try your best as a parent, but you still have a lot of growing up to do. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that
1: completely. <laughs> yeah, yep. mom is probably the responsible adult, and mom's in Denmark. Yep, Copenhagen, mm-hmm. right? Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen, which I think is in Denmark.
2: Yes, <laughs> geography. We're Americans. Super- we don't know where anything. Oh God. Is. oh God, no, Megan, no. <laughs> this show is set in a fictional city, so like, we're good.
1: he is acting like a kid, but he's still smart enough to sneak around and hear what's going on. It's just a
2: carnival. <laughs> yes, oh.
3: Copenhagen is capital of Denmark. Yes, nice. yes. Winner,
2: you win. Nailed it.
4: <laughs> Do you think they have carnivals on Cybertron?
3: I highly doubt that. (laughs) Pretorial pit. I was like, "What do you mean fun on Cybertron?" (laughs) Stop.
1: He was had. He was on Earth before, and he's probably heard about that kind of stuff. Probably just from talking to (laughs) Rath Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, carnivals! Those sound like a lot of fun. I'm never going to get to do one because I have to keep disguise up, but Carnival, you know, you kind of yeah. file that away. Yeah,
3: totally. Wait, speaking of disguise, can we also talk about the opening of this of this <laughs> episode of them just like like jumping over cars and stuff and just in public? Yeah, I was like, total, so what happened to Robots in total total Disguise? Total yeah, yeah, disregard not so much.
4: for their cover. Yeah. To the point where Grimlock is carrying a car, a car as he's running down in his Dinobot form.
3: I was like, what is happening? Total
4: disregard. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah, no,
3: I loved it. I just thought it was funny because I was like, it needs Near the end of the ep- like a little in the middle of the episode, strong. I was like, no, 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 robots in disguise. And I'm like, you kind of really? just threw that out. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, uh, speaking of that part, um, uh, her actually using her police vehicle. Yes, first, that was so fire,
1: awesome. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised it took her that long to get there, but <laughs> I it was agree. super oh, that's right, smart. I'm a
4: law enforcement vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robots in
1: disguise. I got <laughs> and, and everything. I
4: loved her excuse too. There's a motorcycle gang making illegal Little left turns. turns every day. <laughs> and they <laughs>
3: just
2: drove up. I was going to say, the fact that she's like, there's a motorcycle gang, they are making left turns. And the rest of the cops were like, oh, oh that's really important.
4: <laughs> elephants, you're right. This isn't a big deal. <laughs> I think it was more
1: motorcycle gang than illegal left turns because I'm sure. The cops all watch Sons of
2: Anarchy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of Anarchy is really popular in Crown City, which according to Sky Shimmer Tales in Ohio. Crown City? I, yeah. heard, I
4: thought I heard somewhere that it was uh, like supposed to be in kind of Pennsylvania area. Th- that is
1: based on sense. I think there is an actual real life Crown City, Ohio. Right. But it's yeah, the one that we're working with is not this Ohio.
2: One. Yeah, just yeah,
1: like think, there's Springfield's all over the place, but they don't necessarily house the symptoms.
2: <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Very I true. Think there is a Springfield in pretty much every state. Yeah, <laughs> no? yeah, they could be everywhere,
4: <laughs> everywhere.
2: And anyway, anywhere. we
1: we had a comment weeks ago that proposed a theory, and I'm starting to actually buy it. That the humans of the town are all in on it at this point. <laughs> they all know that there are robots yeah. around and they have different fan clubs where they talk about the robots and, oh, well, I hope this is going well for them and I would tap that, but it's a robot.
2: I don't care. I would <laughs> tap that. There Ooh, are some people. Do you mean like there's like a, a like sideswipe, like fangirl? <laughs> <gasps> Why not? Why not? <laughs> but it's,
1: it's just at the point where it's like, oh, there was a sighting today. What was the excuse this time? bird keepers. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, the evil robot was a giant bird. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the best they can come up with. Um, is that for the top ten worst excuses list? Yeah, I think it is. That's like a number seven.
4: There okay. are people all throughout the town who do vlogs and, and oh. of their own. <laughs> they selfie and they live stream. <laughs> I periscoping. Yeah, that really would be so riding. funny to they're see
3: own. periscoping of just them running around like the town, be, or the city. Excuse it's me. like Cloverfield with brighter colors.
1: And yeah. fewer craps. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- I- Clover- Cloverfield traumatized me when I saw it. Okay. It messed really, me I, up.
4: I really like that theory because it, uh, it makes me feel a lot better about the denizens of Crown City. Because yeah. I,
1: I Otherwise they're idiots. I genuinely <laughs> worry
4: about them because yep. in, uh, not to make too many references to Prime but when, when we had Prime people, like, when they saw a giant robot, they, they recognized yeah. it as a giant robot. They <laughs> were
2: <laughs> concerned and were aware this was a little out of the ordinary. Or, and
4: Nico and uh, Jack couldn't always
2: talk their way yeah. out of the
4: situation. A lot of time times Agent Fowler had to actually pull strings to get people out of various jams and circumstances, totally. and and I kind of feel like that's that's something we haven't really had to deal with just because Crown City they they're not the sharpest tools in the show. <laughs> they are not.
1: I am a hundred percent with this theory that they're all in on it and they don't want to report anybody because they want to keep their crazy giant
3: robots to the city. Yep, <laughs> it makes sense. It's I completely like, uh, completely is- agree with you.
1: So that would probably be why all the police officers peeled out like, oh, this is a robot situation. Oh, it's the police one. Okay, if they're telling us to leave, there's probably stuff going down. We should play
3: along. We'll just, and we'll just go. We'll just Let go. Let them do their thing.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and we'll be back in the morning to see what happened. Um, <laughs> is it cool since we're talking about like little um, like, not mini-series, but you know what I mean? like yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like that would be really cool to see someone who is like actively looking for oh! our robots and they're oh, just like yeah. periscoping and vlogging and like I'm I found the junkyard and like it would be so cool, I think. Guys. I, I would think. be
1: a thousand percent up for that. That also explains why we had so many Cospigo Scientologists. Yeah. yeah. We want to fall in with a giant robot. Someone's Toy. looking for followers. Yes, I am mm-hmm. a part of something bigger.
4: Wouldn't it be great if like somebody from Jasper, Nevada had <laughs>
3: come yes.
4: to Brown City because they were like, it's happening again. <laughs> yes. And the Crown City
2: people
1: are just like, oh you know about them. You need to come to our club meeting. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Um, uh, Allie in the chat uh, brought up that the Twitter hashtag for all of their pics of the bots would be hashtag only Only in Crown Crown City. City. (laughs) Yes!
3: I I approve. Do we also
4: get Crown City problems? Crown City problems! traffic jam on the 10 again today. (laughs) Caused by a Dinobot. Crown City
3: problems. Oh, I would love to see a a Grimlock fan club. I think they would be so adorable. I feel like this
1: needs to happen. I I kind of just want to see fans create this. Yeah, I sort of want to
2: make this. (laughs) Let's just just go, guys. I feel
1: like it's not canon, but I don't care because it's wonderful. I know. And honestly, they would be the people keeping the robot sightings off of the internet at large. Totally. To keep the government and whatnot from coming down They're on them, because like, no, we saw there the, are
4: robots.
1: <laughs> we, we saw the conspiracy sites and all that fun stuff in prime, so yeah. we know it's a thing. And thirty years later, it's still going to be a thing. But I can see them going through and actively taking everything down and being like, "No, there's no giant robots. I don't know what you're talking about. I live in Crown City, and this kind of stuff just never happens." <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to be late to my fan club meeting. can <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: to yeah. go to my Linda lot meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I love the idea that everybody in Crown City's in on it. That that makes me super happy.
4: (laughs) Head
1: cannon accepted. Head cannon accepted. Oh my god! Petition to make it canon. (laughs) 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 So, couple more things I want to talk about before we wrap up. B being a cowboy. Just the fact that everything they tried to distract him with was western theme by either showing him the western or we need to round them up. It's like cowboys herding elephants. Yeah. Oh I love cowboys. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and just the fact that she remembered that and is using it. She's she's quick on the uptake.
4: Yeah. And yeah. then, Can I be the cowboy riding the dinosaur? No. no. Yes. yes. Does anybody feel like one of the writers must be a western fan? Oh, yes, yeah. I was thinking. The sure. there has to be somebody who's a big fan of western. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we had the uh, the the um, what was his name? the The buffalo. The buffalo. Oh, the oh, buffalo. Um, um, um,
2: oh gosh, um, Taras Yes. yes. Thank you.
4: Good. Nice. Well remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had that entire episode where they had to like kind of rustle up some cattle. Yeah, and and they just had a ball with
0: it. Yeah, it seems
2: like westerns seem to be a little bit of a recurring theme here. So somebody on that staff. So, when we finally face off against either
4: Thunderhoof or uh, Steeljaw, I expect a tumbleweed to go across. Yeah, I
1: expect the theme from The yes. Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it is... Wah, it is, wah, wah, wah. wah. <laughs> And as previously established, they no longer have the arm cannon, so we could get some like, gun twirling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
3: just want a full-on Transformer Western <laughs> happening. Like yes. a showdown. It's going to be great.
2: <laughs> you know, I... I
4: I, I don't know for sure if this is happening, but I think in like a week or two, they're actually doing a musical on ro- on, uh, on Rescue Bots. On Rescue Bots. Oh, oh my God. I, I need that in my life. I, I don't know. <laughs> you guys understand how much I need this in my life. Oh, this is the chase
1: singing. <laughs> I understand. I
3: wanted. I wanted. I wanted. He I
1: tried to write poetry once, and it was amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear him sing. If you guys don't watch Rescue Bots, you do need it. to no, do he it, it. Do it. It's Rockabye
2: Baby.
3: Well, that was
1: amazing. <laughs> it's it's made for like six year olds, and it's kind of on the. It, it's pretty heavy on the. I don't understand human culture. What is this? but it is one of the most clever made-for-young-children shows I've seen in a very long time that hasn't been Mm -hmm. on the Disney Channel. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch, and it has so
2: much heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And LeVar Burton's. I (laughs) mean, occasionally extremely
1: high stakes, and occasionally it's like, (laughs) I needed those heartstrings. And, you know, jokes that kids will be like, oh, that's kind of funny, and adults will be like, oh, they went there. They
4: made a shipping joke once.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They made multiple horror movies. Movie jokes, yep. one right after the other, with the bots arguing what aliens are. Oh, so <laughs> great. It's like, oh no, it's the blob. Oh no, it's the but- Oh no, it's this. You realize we're aliens, right? <laughs> but I am
4: a firm believer that adding the musical to anything makes it better. And um, I oh. would love to, for Robots in Disguise to do that just so we could hear Mitchell do his Jean Valjean yes. <laughs> yes. monologue with Fixit. I want to
1: go to
3: there. <laughs> yeah,
1: so ask Mitchell about his uh, Les Mis rewriting of oh Fixit's role. <laughs> uh, just, it is the yeah, best it's a thing, thing ever. And It's amazing. <laughs> And just last thing I wanted to bring up was they essentially treated me like you do a drunk and or high
2: college student and you just corral them until they
1: come out the other side.
2: Well, exactly. Because, I mean, they they had all basically resigned themselves to the fact that, oh, there's not we can't do anything about this just kind of like when your friend gets yeah. a, a little, little too drunk, drunk you gotta wait you for them to sober yeah. up yeah. it's
1: not enough to have to call the hospital <laughs> no, 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 but no, it's no, enough no, that no, you no. get to deal with this yeah. so they somehow managed to get him on top of a tower with a giant clown face on it oddly enough <laughs> and change him up there it's Like, no it's a lot of fun just say okay I'm waiting for the fun part. And then in the morning Where's oh
4: the God, awesome? My yeah. head. I'm waiting for the awesome. Strongarm, you said this ride was awesome. awesome. When does it get on? awesome? <laughs> just the
1: fact, how did they get him up there? And then chain him Grimlock. up there. And then they just yeah. whatever.
4: They it might have been it looked like it was one of those rides that goes up and down, um that like, oh, like tower. You think it Terror. might have been
1: like a Tower of Doom sort of thing? Tower of Terror. Oh, no, the Tower of Doom is the one where it's just straight up and straight down. Tower yeah. of Terror has the whole theme and everything.
4: Yeah, motif and uh, Twilight Or like zombie. the Lex Luthor or whatever. The Lex Luthor. One. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. where, yeah. Literally where basically you go up, you sit there, or and you go down. even in Zombieland, they had a ride Oh, there. yeah. Yes. That's where those two characters God, got God, that stuck. movie was yep. so good. Sorry.
3: It's so <laughs> good.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you
3: think
4: they got him up just on top of the Tower I, of Doom really and think, left him there? I really there. think they chained him up, flip the switch, wait till it got to the top, and just turn. To as a, up. as, a, as I was a, gonna say, Alexa. Yes, knows. I was like, I was
3: as a former ride operator. It is possible for you to hit the stop button and just leave you up there. That's usually for other safety reasons. We don't usually just throw people we don't like or whoever needs to be up there for a timeout. You need to sober up. You know, have fun with that. You <laughs> Go can up only about come down
4: when you come down. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but what about That's the Megan awesome really Megatron <laughs> and
4: then him
1: just waking up and being like, oh. <laughs> what did I do last yeah,
4: night? Yeah. <laughs> he sounded a little hungover.
1: Yeah, he probably was a little hungover.
3: <laughs> Poor thing.
4: Uh.
1: But, but that was wonderful, and Strongarm learned that being the
4: leader is not
1: all it's cracked up to she be. She sure did. Nope. And sideswipe, so just you're not going to tell on me, are you?
4: <laughs> like, no. As long as you're not going to tell on me, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, let's let's all accept that we really need him to be leader because nobody else wants to mm, do this. Nope.
4: Nope. And I I do like when um when somebody has to step it up into the leadership yeah. position and then step back, uh, and that they have a newfound appreciation for. What that person does, and I think this was a good lesson for Strongarm to learn. I agree.
1: So, do we think we're going to get a little more respect for B from these three? Mm.
4: No, probably Probably not. (laughs) Silence. (laughs) It depends on the episode. I was going to say uh,
2: that's very true. I really want to say yes, particularly on the part of Sideswipe, because I do think that he saw that he and B might be more of kindred spirits than he thinks. Yeah, but. Then again, though I love him very dearly, it still sides It right.
0: still <laughs> <starts> <laughs> right. He's
1: a speedster. Uh-huh.
2: Well, and again,
4: even when they learn lessons, we, we've seen from previous episodes that sometimes it takes more than one episode for that lesson to really sink yep. in. Yeah. It's
1: not nearly as bad as animated, oh, thank no. you, Primus, oh, I know. <laughs> nonetheless, it oh. does take a little time. Yeah. So predictions what do we think is gonna happen
0: next and now,
1: i love the light show Buzz TV. predictions
3: oh it is the best i know alexis do you have any predictions you know what's funny i was actually going to ask you guys that cuz i actually don't have any this time i'm just i'm oh. really hoping cuz it was kind of it felt like a filler episode and we talked about that already that i kind of want to get back on I want to see more track. Decepticons Long and get track. back on track.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Alexis, that I, I'm definitely in this sort of space right now of okay, so my prediction is the next episode we're going to get another animal Decepticon. Yep. Filler <laughs> it's like ropes. a Monster of the Week kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Monster of the Week sort of formulaic Episode, which isn't bad. I mean, uh-huh. they're still entertaining, but I do feel that this week did very little to advance the actual plot. Yeah. So I'm left wondering where it's going. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Um, I, I, I am with you guys on that one. As some of, and don't get me wrong, I, I like certain episodes of filler. Like some of my favorite episodes from certain animated series are filler episodes totally. for the most yeah. part. But one of my favorite Full Metal Alchemist episodes is a filler episode. <laughs> <because> <laughs> it, it was very much needed. It was. Is the the Warehouse 13 one. <laughs> I love that episode! And the one where they're trying to get, I, I think it, was, it might have been the same one where they're trying to set up Havoc. With, yes, uh, it's the Armstrong. same episode.
3: Yeah, they okay. cut back okay. and yeah. forth Where too. they it's make great. the four
4: coma from the manga into actual episodes. Yeah. Yes. And and that was one of my favorite episodes because it was much needed comic relief. But you can only kind of do those one-off comic relief ones for so long yeah. before yeah. You get, you're like, okay, yeah, we gotta get back to the plot. Yeah. And we haven't seen our big bads for a couple Exactly. Yeah. And um, I'm hoping that we get back to that and I'm hoping that um, basically just what we've been saying, that we see a villain team-up episode mm-hmm.
1: soon. I do have to say I think I have a slightly more on-topic predict, not on-topic, on-point prediction. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said the wrong uh, thing. Uh, uh, You're like, these nons- girls apologies. are derailing me <laughs> Yes, everyone derails my chat. I never get on topic. <laughs> yeah, <ever. laughs> I never star screen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I think I might have a little more insight just because of the back-end work I've been doing for guest booking, mm. but extrapolating from that, I think we're getting Fix's backstory next week. <sighs>
0: Yes, yes, me yes, saying, yes, yes, yes,
1: I have a penny. Here's a dollar's worth of predictions. Oh. But oh, I am I'm, 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 I'm going uh, I'm going pie in the sky. Oh my gosh! I would love, love, love to see that.
2: Now I got my hopes up. Uh, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Notes of Starstruck, but that's that's what I really sincerely hope will mm-hmm. happen next week. Bottom line, we see some new characters, we meet some new people, and,
4: you know, it'll be fun. I hope we get another mini-con soon, um, because I would love for Roger to come back into the studio at some point.
1: You know who we have next week, right?
3: Oh. I was going to say, I'm like, Megan Trump, what is happening to you right now?
4: (laughs) This is what so we're yeah. going to leave
3: all of you in
1: suspense as to whom you think is coming into the studio <laughs> next week. I will definitely love to see the guesses on Twitter. Mm. <laughs> and if the people who are coming in are watching this, I would love to spoil the heck out of the fans. You know, feel free. But we'll see you all next week. <laughs> For now, Alexis, where can the people find you?
3: Oh, hold i like completely blind. You I was like, uh, there's so many things. Uh, <laughs> you can find me uh, all over social media as a Torres eight nine. I also want to shout out to this awesome lady, uh, Burrito Princess. Which uh, this is her website yes. right now. She makes awesome. I'm trying to do this all at once here. Uh, she makes awesome, really cool eight-bit uh, things. They made. She made these for our panel. You should go check her out on Etsy. She makes awesome, awesome stuff. She makes magnets, necklaces, bows, uh, dream catchers, frames, cake toppers, everything that you can think of. Oh She's my God. fantastic. I know the Pokemon hair ties. The Pokemon hair ties. Awesome. Oh my Look God! So please, please nice. go check them out, Burrito <laughs> Princess, on Etsy. Look her up. She is fantastic. You'll we love, love her, you. and the panel definitely loves her too. Yes,
4: yes, we we love 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 our necklaces. Yes, They're I the feel best. like a dork.
1: I left mine at home. Aww. I did some cleaning yesterday and put it in a different place, and so I didn't grab it. Aww. But I will gladly wear it next time. I just feel bad yes. for forgetting it. I yeah. yeah, don't worry about
3: it.
2: So so much burrito princess. Yes, yes, yes we thank love you. Yes. our necklaces. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
3: but yeah, but again, you can find me all over the interwebs. a two R S eight nine zero.
2: Emma, and you can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. <laughs> Nothing else? (laughs) All right. (laughs) I do lots of things. Follow me on Twitter, guys. You'll hear all about it. And I'm
4: Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at the Manguin That's T-H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at Afterbuzz. Uh and um I also started writing articles for the movie chick, chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out.
1: And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kia Shay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. My other show at Afterbuzz is the Red versus Blue After Show. We had an awesome episode last week. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to tune in next week, and as always, transform and and roll out!